Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, the other day, the Telegraph, they released an article. The KFC Supercoach, 21 players set to shine in 2021. So, obviously, Supercoach-related content here. Um, I haven't gone through and read it yet. I thought I saw this, and I thought this would be perfect for a live reaction. So, I'm going to go through all 21 players that they mention. I'm going to discuss whether I buy it or not. Um, I haven't done any research on any of these guys. I don't know who they're going to name. I can tell by the picture that Sivitalakai is going to be one of them. Outside of that, I know nothing about who they're going to name. Um, I don't have team lists in front of me. I don't have any of that. I'll just be talking off the top of my head, my initial reaction to these guys. So the first guy mentioned is, of course, Sivitalakai. Absolutely burst onto the scene in 2020. Um, a guy that he played junior footy um at my local club at the Mascot Jets. So I've seen quite a bit of him. Uh, a sensational story. He's bounced around Cronulla. Sorry, bounced around South Sydney, Penrith, Newtown. Ended up at Cronulla. John Morris has given him a chance, and he's just absolutely set it alight. Now, I'm not sure if he's got a starting spot next year. If he holds on to his center wing category um, in Supercoach, I think he's going to be an absolute star. I would be notching him right up my draft list if he holds on to center wing, which... From memory, I think he will. Um, and I, I mean, even if he's not in this side to start, he probably should be. If he's not in this side to start, he's one injury away from being an absolute superstar. So Sifatalakai, he is definitely one that I've got high stocks on. Number two on their, t- on their list is Big Tino, obviously leaving the Melbourne Storm, going to the Gold Coast Titans. Now, I just want you to remember with Big Tino... Um, he obviously scored a lot of tries in Melbourne. He will not score that many tries at the Gold Coast Titans. I'm looking, you know, obviously Nathan Peets has left. They've got Mitch Rain up there. They've got the other young uh, young Kiwi fellow, which his name always escapes me there, to play hooker. So he will not be scoring as many tries as he did last year. I can promise you that. He might play a little bit more minutes, yes, but he will not be in a a, a system as good as Melbourne. So I don't think Tino's going to go down heaps, but don't expect the same output as what he got in 2020. Now, obviously, and I've said this a few times, and people want to absolutely tear me to pieces, guys that leave Melbourne 
they don't tend to be as good after. There's a lot of second rowers that have gone away and have done well. You look at your Tohu Harris, your Kevin Proctors. They've done well. And outside of Tohu Harris, though, I don't think they're as good as what they were when they were at Melbourne. So I'm a little bit... Uh, I'm a little bit tempted on Tino. I mean, I, I, I just think that someone else in your draft competition will go a little bit earlier on Tino. So I would just be uh, cautious with him because you don't really know how it's going to unfold. They have got a really big pack there. He could end up being like an impact guy off the bench. I doubt it, but there are these possibilities and you don't know what these guys are going to look like when they leave Melbourne. Big fan of Tino. But just be careful with him. Don't go too early on him. Number three, Latrell Mitchell. Okay, so you saw Latrell was starting to find some real form until he got injured. Just keep in mind with Latrell that, you know, I, I forget who, who they were playing that night when he had that breakout game that everyone was, you know, blowing up about. He scored two tries and whatnot. He, he did it with about 10 touches of the football. Yeah, and I mean, he scored an intercept where they threw him a pass on their trial and he had to run about three metres. He scored another one where he only had to run a couple of metres. Like, he scored two tries, he had three line breaks, he did all this, and he ran for 80 metres or something. It's quite unheard of, and that's the sort of player Latrell is, and I understand that, but just just be careful how early you go him in Supercoach. I wouldn't be going him round one. I mean, I, I, I think if you're going round one in a draft comp, you, 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 you're more hopeful than using your head, to be honest with you, even if you're in a deep comp. I don't think he's in the top 16 Supercoach players. I understand if you get to pick 15, 16, you want that ceiling player. I think you're better off going for a solid footballer because you really don't know how this is going to shape for Latrell Mitchell. Personally, I think if he was playing left center outside Cody Walker and with Corey Allen at fullback, I think I would then consider him for a round one pick. But until then, you really don't know what you're going to get from Latrell. He is coming back from injury. Uh, This season's going to look a little bit more normal, which should help his cause. But I think you want to see that pedigree from Latrell first before I go and pick him. So it's a... It's a wait and see on the trail for me. Charlie Staines uh, is another one. I haven't done a heap of research on his points per minutes and whatnot, but obviously, you know, I think he scored seven tries in three games or whatever, or two. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, it says here in 107 minutes of NRL action, Charlie Staines scored six tries, including four on debut. Unbelievable. The reality is he's not going to keep a strike rate like that in his career. I don't know what his uh, base stats and whatnot were like. There will be a spot there with him with Josh Mansell leaving. So, I mean, you could do much worse. You could do heaps worse than to have Charlie Staines in your side. Obviously, the right wing spot for Penrith is a sense. It's a sensational uh, bit of real estate. But I would just be cautious. I think there'll be other guys that will see his average see the amount of tries he scored and, and go a little bit earlier on him than what they probably should. So just be careful of Charlie Staines. Another one is Reese Robson and Ruben Cotter. Okay, they've got them five and six here. Uh, interesting here, I wouldn't be shocked to see them play like a hooker sort of lock role here with these two. I think Tao Malolo, he can wear 13 all he wants. He's a front rower for me. Uh, Robson is a guy that I've got huge wraps on. I said at the start of uh, 2020, he would be a sensational signing. I still think he will be. Didn't quite come on as I expected him to. I think under Todd Payton, he will be sensational, though. If I had to pick one of these two, I would go Reese Robson. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good footballer. I haven't seen much of Cotter, to be honest with you. I know he played a bit last year. I didn't see a heap of him. I'm going to be honest there. His stats seem to be good. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I think these two, they have the potential to cancel each other out, and it could be a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest with you. Uh, Tessie New for the Brisbane Broncos. I think 
I'm not. He was called the next Darren Lockyer. I hate seeing people come in with tags like that. I think it makes their life really difficult, and I think it made Tessie's life really difficult, especially coming in in the system Brisbane were in. He's obviously got talent. He's got ability. The Broncos have to improve. Um, he played six games. I think his points per game was 29 or something. So. It wasn't overly high, but I mean, in Supercoach, he is going to, you assume he's going to play fullback. He's going to have a good position in that side. They have to improve. Um, they got a forward pack. They got their pants pulled down last year. I think they will improve. I don't mind testing you, but once again, don't go too early on him. I imagine come next year, he will be good value in Supercoach Classic. I don't know his exact price or whatever, but he has got the ability to do it. And I think he will be a good footballer. I think he's one that you can go on and feel pretty safe about that one. Hudson Young. This is an interesting one. A guy that I spoke about last season quite a bit. I absolutely love Hudson Young. Um, just depends where he plays. This this forward pack is star-studded. And I, the, my, my only worry with Hudson Young is that he has got a brain explosion in him and he's only one brain explosion from falling six places down this pecking order. There are a lot of good forwards that aren't going to make this team. Hudson Young will make their best 17, but if he falls out of it, mate, it's 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 going to be hard to get back into this side. Hudson Young, I love him. If you can guarantee me he's going to play on the second row or in the middle, I would take him in a heartbeat. But there is a bit of a worry there, to be honest with you. And his scores, they're a little bit up and down. I, I I posted on my page last year that if you're looking for a second row forward, you need to get Hudson Young now. His scores weren't as good as I thought they were going to be. They were up and down. But when he is on, he's doing sensational stuff. And he has got some attacking stats in him. He runs a fantastic line. And I think the Raiders are only going to improve next year. So Hudson Young, there is a few things that I worry about. But I think he will be a really good footballer. I think he'll be a 50, maybe a 55 average second rower next year. Braden Burns comes in at number nine. Burns, I absolutely love Braden Burns, and I can't even put into words how disappointed I was with his form in 2020. Injuries had derailed in the last few years when he was sensational. He came in in 2020, and I thought, wow, this is going to be special this year for Braden Burns. And defensively, he was so bad that I think Wayne Bennett wouldn't have stuck with him anyway. I think the injury might have been a little bit of a blessing for him that he wouldn't have got dropped. It wasn't looking good for Braden Burns there. Then the injury happened. I said at the start of last year that him coming off injury is going to be sensational. He was a bit of a letdown. I'm a little bit scared off Braden Burns, if I'm honest with you, but I know there will be people who will see his average from two or three years ago when he wasn't injured and they will dive on him. So this is a sort of back your gut in. Yeah, and personally, I, I, I think Braden Burns will go good, but obviously he struggled last year. He really – I couldn't believe how much he struggled. So this is a back your gut in. I know that in my draft comp, I've got a lot of Rabbitohs fans, so I don't think I'll get near Braden Burns, to be honest with you. But in your comps, I would strongly consider him because he could be anything. Number 10, Jordan Ricky. Okay, this is the second row that when he debuted, I spoke about on my page. I think he's got all the upside in the world. Um, I think a little fact that hasn't been spoken about much, I spoke to the North's Devils coach, Rowan Smith, during the year, and when this kid debuted. He's only been playing rugby league for a couple of years. He's always played union, so he's still getting used to the game. So he's got a lot of improvement in him. He's very raw. But you did see when he played for the Broncos, he's got huge upside in him. He's got a great offload. He, He knows his way... Uh, through a line break. He knows his way to the try line. I really like Jordan Ricky, and without looking too deep so far into how this Brisbane team's going to line up, I think he will play a role. Um, I, I just, he could be a bit of a headache, obviously, where he plays and whatnot. David Fafita has left, so I would like to think he gets good minutes there. I don't think he has the motor to play 80 minutes at the moment. I'm happy to be proven wrong, but Jordan Ricky, he's a kid that I really like. Tom Flegler comes in at number 11 for them. Um, 
Played 13 games last year, a couple of injuries, bit up and down, but I think he is one to have. I think he's going to step up for this team. Uh, I, I really like it. I think he's got a huge future in our game, and I think 2021 will be a big season for Tommy Flegler, so keep an eye on him. At 12, Victor Radley, quite possibly my most favourite player in the game. I love the way Victor Radley plays. I love a ball playing lock that's tough as nails. I will say this, though. I always have a rule that I don't go near Victor Radley in Supercoach. Uh, he's got a really good base stat line that comes for like 30 or 40 points, which is really solid in your second row or your hooker. But then he relies on attacking stats. And I think people, he'll be buoyed a little bit by his stats from the start of 2020 where he was sensational. He did exactly what I told you all he was going to do. He dominated through the center third. He was playing as a second halfback. He was making 30 tackles. He was sensational. But the reality is he's coming off an ACL, um, which could impact his scores. We know that coming off an ACL, you don't tend to be back to your absolute best. He will still be laying on tries. He'll still be making heaps of tackles, taking his runs. But for me, I'm a little bit hesitant on Victor Radley. I think his scores are going to be inflated a little bit from an unbelievable start. He's coming off an ACL, that team. It's going to change a little bit. So I would just be hesitant on Victor Radley. But you all know how much I love that guy. So just... Just wait, wait, wait and see on him. See how you go. Christian Welsh comes in at 13. This is one that I really like. Tino's leaving, um, and he just had such a big finish to 2020. I think he's going to come into next season unbelievable. You've got to remember this year also, he was coming off an ACL, so he should have been slowed up a little bit. I think he's going to play his absolute best footy ever, Christian Welsh, in 2021. So he's definitely one that if you need a front row forward and you get a little bit later on in your um, – in your draft, and there's a, all the explosive front rowers are gone. I think Christian Welsh is one that you should definitely be looking at. Luke Thompson from the Bulldogs comes in at 14, played 10 games, uh, points per game, 51. I I think his minutes will go up this year, to be honest with you. They have lost a couple of troops there at Canterbury, and I think his minutes will go up, which should see his average maybe go to 55 or so. Really good young player. Uh, it's just it's hard to tell what Canterbury's going to look like. I, I think they will struggle for another year, so I'm not sure how this guy goes. But, I mean, if you get to the back end of your draft, if you get to round you know, 10 onwards, so not even the back end and he's sitting there, I think you definitely consider Luke Thompson. But... It's not hard to find a front row forward that's averaging 50 realistically, so don't go too early on him. He has got upside, but I'm not sure how much of it you're going to see, to be honest with you. Sam Walker comes in at 15. I strongly disagree with this one. I've said all offseason that I don't think Sam Walker will be the man at the Roosters. I think he's too young. He's coming off a COVID year where he didn't play much footy. I think everyone loves to have the Walt Disney... Um, uh, fairy tale in front of them where Sam Walker comes in and he's a sensation and he's going to do all these things and you know what it kind of sounds like what you told me about Kyle Flanagan last year and I said be patient this kid's going to take time as good as he is he's dominating junior footy he hasn't played much footy last year so it's not going to be easy for him and I just can't see the Roosters throwing a talent like him into first grade really quickly like they did with Flanagan because I, I think they know now know it doesn't end well I think they'll play him for a couple of games here and there. You'll probably see him during Origin get a couple of games, but I don't think Kyle Flanagan is a massive get-on. Obviously, he will be a cash cow when he does play in Classic, but just be careful in your draft comps. Don't go too early on Sam Walker because I don't think you'll get a heap of bang for your buck. 16, Tom Travojevic. Okay, I will always back Tom Travojevic in. If you've got that pick three, four, five, six in your draft comp and all the guns are gone, like your Tedesco's, your Pongers, your Cleary's, you can win a comp off this guy. It's just a matter of whether he's fit in the last four rounds or not. 
Uh, I'm a bit of a gambler when it comes to Supercoach draft. I mean, I took Harry Grant round five last year. I took a big punt that round five, he was going to be my hooker, whether he made it to the West Tigers or not. Thankfully, he did, and it did wonders for me. This is a guy that I would definitely like to take. I wouldn't take him probably one, two, or three, but after that, when the big, big guns are gone, this is a guy that can win you a comp. This is a guy that even if he doesn't win you a comp, you can maybe trade to someone later who might be a little bit lower down the ladder, say to, or someone that's at the top of the ladder. You know, if you... Don Travojevic does happen to get injured again. You can say to the person at the top, hey, he's going to be back, you know, round 16. He could be playing those last four games. He's the most dangerous person in the game. Let's trade. And they can maybe afford to hold him for a few weeks and then take a big punt in finals. He holds a lot of value, Tom Travojevic, and I really like drafting him. I haven't been able to yet in my comp, but I would love to one day. 17, Tariq Sims. Interesting pick, Tariq Sims. Had a very up-and-down game season last year. Sorry, um, personally, I don't think Tariq Sims is the one to have in this Dragon side. I think Jackson Ford's going to be one. They might mention him later. I don't know. But um, Tariq Sims, I'm not overly huge on him. I mean, there's new staff down there, new coaching staff. So you might see something new out of Tariq Sims. But I've never been overly impressed with his scores. He's always sort of needed a try to be really relevant. He'll get you your 40, 45. But on to- outside of that, I think you can do better. I'm, uh, that's a bit of a strange one for me, to be honest with you. Uh, the next one is Christian uh, Tupelotu. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I believe he's the winger from the Roosters. He played one game last year. I didn't watch it, to be honest with you. I know he had 23 runs, four tackle busts, a line break and a try. Uh, really impressive. I mean, he's a kid that you could go after, but is he going to make that team? Probably not, let's be honest here. Uh, they've got a star-started back line. You've got to remember, you've also got um, his name escapes me again, the kid from the Roosters who did his ACL last year. I can't remember it off the top of my head now. He did his ACL in the preseason. He's going to be an absolute star. I think he will be in front of him. So I, I wouldn't be diving too heavily on this kid. If they have a couple of injuries, there's nothing better than having a Roosters outside back because they will score tries. They will score you points. But, I mean, he's probably a kid that you could throw on your bench in your draft teams, but I wouldn't be going after him too heavily. Uh, Jacob Little and Jake Simpkins, 19 and 20. Jacob Little, I absolutely love this bloke. Um... I think he's been really unlucky. I think that people are still going to think he's shit now because he's the guy replacing Harry Grant. He's not going to be as good as Harry Grant. But I think that Jacob Lillard, he's got a lot of ability. He's got a lot to offer. But I'm not sure if Michael Maguire trusts him. You even saw last year, Madge came out and said, hey, you know, Jacob Little, he's going to be here next year. Harry Grant isn't. We need to start giving him reps. It lasted for two weeks. Then he swapped them back. He's obviously extremely injury prone. If you could guarantee me Jacob Little was not going to get injured, and he was going to play 80 minutes, he would absolutely skyrocket up my list. He's probably around three or round four pick for me. I think he's really talented, but there's so many variables there that you just can't rely on. Jake Simkin, I've heard really good things about Jake Simkin. I haven't seen him play much, to be honest with you, so I can't overly comment on that one. Uh, but I think if if one of those two was going to be it, I really like Jacob Little. I think he's going to be the nine for the West Tigers. But Supercoach, I think they'll cancel each other out. Not much relevance there. Number 21, Val Holmes. Interesting. I've been talking about this for a long time now. I don't think Val Holmes is a fullback. He will score well from time to time. I wouldn't be going too early on him. Um, I see a lot of guys that go for Val Holmes because of his high ceiling. They always, you know, whenever I have this conversation, I'm sitting there just counting down the seconds till someone tells me about that three months that he had at Cronulla playing fullback at the end of 
2017 or 18 or whenever it was. Yes, he's got the ability to do that stuff. I don't think he's going to be able to do it in North Queensland. I think he will be a winger for North Queensland sooner rather than later. So it's a big punt for me to go Val Holmes there. I think there are much better options. If you get desperate, though, and you think he's going to get back to that three months at the Shark Tour, is unbelievable. It's a huge value pick, and you could get massive massive dividends out of Val Holmes. There's the 21 players the Telegraph has named. Um, there's probably a few guys there that I might have forgotten guys in their squad that might affect them. Or I might have forgotten guys that have left or whatnot that their stock should be a little bit higher than what I said. It's a live review. So during the preseason, I've got Natty returning this week too. We're going to go through a bit of Supercoach stuff. So there'll be more Supercoach content coming your way. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>